Episode 215 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. It's an issue facing every industry in the Wichita and Kansas economies. The competition for workers is fierce. Many companies say they can take on much more business they could just find the workers. That's the topic of our big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, focusing on the impact in the restaurant industry. And the subject of this episode of the podcast, reporter Daniel McCoy did the story. He joins me for back-to-back appearances for episode 215. The weekly edition has a workforce theme. You'll also find the 2021 edition of the annual employers list, listing the 50 largest employers in the Wichita area. As you might expect, there are some changes this year on that list. That's on page eight. Also this week, a special report on education. That's on page 11. And we feature a table of experts discussion about workforce development. We provide a discussion between Cowley College President Dennis Riddle and from the executive oversight team at Envision, Heather Hogan. That begins on page 13. Our mission, as you know, is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One significant way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 17. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, Daniel, welcome back. Thank you, Bill. Good to be back. Two weeks in a row. That's right. Back to back. Gotta love that. Back to back with Daniel McCoy. (laughs) Uh, We, yeah, we've been hearing about these issues for a while as the economy and restaurants slowly reopened, seems like the evidence is everywhere, including on signs for businesses. looks like you put some miles on the Mercedes this week, (laughs) traveling around, taking pictures. Well, uh, I did a little bit and our, uh, uh, Shelby Kellerman also helped out and grabbed some photos too. Um, but yeah, just driving around Wichita, uh, you'll see on restaurants, uh, pretty much of all stripes, uh, help wanted signs apply now, uh, $15, you know, 12, $15 an hour, whatever they're offering. So they are definitely, uh, working overtime to advertise that they are in need of help and, and they definitely are. So yeah, you drive up, you know, Tyler or one of the restaurant corridors and it's just signs or their digital, their digital screens on their, on their big signs or, you know, all, announcing that they are hiring and looking for help. So um, it's it's something that every restaurant seems to be facing right now. Who'd you talk to for this story? Well, my primary source is uh, Timory Shibley from Doodah Diner um, and, and kind of talked with her about some of what she's faced through this. Um, I also talked with uh, Adam Mills from the Kansas uh, Restaurant and Hospitality Association. Um, we used some stuff that uh, Shelby, again, had gotten from uh, Chris Dole, the new CEO of Freddy's. 
um, just a couple of weeks ago that that uh, fit with what we were talking about here, kind of how they're approaching things. And then, so kind of an interesting offshoot, Timory, um, when she was hiring, she said she had uh, a lot of success using Quick Hire, which is a, a employment app that was launched here in Wichita last year by Deborah Gladney and uh, Angela Mwazy Hall, their uh, sisters that launched this app. So I actually talked to them and they're seeing crazy demand uh, from restaurants, not just in Wichita, but across the country uh, looking for, for works. So um, yeah, that's who I talked to for this story. I'm curious, did you call anyone and they did not want to comment for the story? You know, not really. Um, more of it was just not calling back. Right. <laughs> so yeah. maybe that's because they're busy uh, and, and they definitely are because they're short staffed. But no, no one said uh, just outright no comment. It was just uh, kind of a no response situation. Generally, they call back. So I'm sure it's yeah. because they were busy. Uh, talk a little bit more about Timory at the Doodah Diner. She's kind of changed her philosophy, according to your story, right? Yeah, she has. So they uh, um, they had been kind of up against it in hiring. She said um, 85% or so of her staff are like, you know, really solid uh, hospitality career folks. Um, but, you know, her quote to me was the other 15% is killing me. Um, right. She mentioned specifically like they'd had a dishwasher position open and at Doodah, it's a, a, it's a little tougher because everything's made from scratch. And so there's a lot more that goes into that position than would normally be. And they just, they had real trouble uh, filling that and other positions. So um, while she was hiring um, uh, recently and using quick hire to do that, she said the last couple of uh, last three or four weeks really have, have this problem has really escalated in terms of finding talent. So what she's done is they're kind of battening down the hatches and focusing on who they have and uh, kind of building the team that they have. She has a philosophy that if she helps kind of increase the quality of life for the staff that she does have, that that translates to the customer experience there at Doodah. So, you know, the, certain incentive bonuses and she let the staff kind of, uh, she let the staff vote on whether they wanted to work on the 4th of July and things like that. So she says she's just kind of trying to give them more of a voice, make them feel like more part of the team and that that carries over uh, into quality service for the customers. And and so she can, she can work with what she has uh, because can't really find anybody else right now restaurants have so much turnover anyway right and it's that's a good philosophy to have keep the good ones you have and so there you don't have as much turnover that's for sure right a lot of people have talked about how you know the additional money and unemployment checks cause people to stay home rather than go to work Emory says that it's not necessarily so right yeah, she says in her experience, at least at, at Doodah, um, it's been more about kind of career and life changes for people, uh, particularly during the pandemic. A lot of people, you know, sought out online training or looked for for new careers, just given the length of the shutdowns and things like that. And um, so, like she said, it's taken a huge chunk of their uh, available labor pool out of the market because those folks have found other opportunities and transitioned into other things. And as you said, you know, restaurants are a very uh, transitory industry anyway. So um, it, she feels like that's part, that's the bigger problem than, than the extended unemployment benefits. Sounds like she's decided to use another Wichita business to find workers, quick hire. Uh, I'm sure Deborah and Angela are happy about that at quick hire. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like 
that's paid off for her? Yeah, she said uh, working with Quick Hire was great for her that, you know, it helps her screen, uh, you know, a lot of people and set up interviews and, and get pretty good quality candidates when they're when they're out there uh, in the door. Um, so she was, you know, uh, very complimentary of, of the, the quick hire app and, and kind of what it brought to the table. And I imagine she'll use it again uh, when she does start hiring again, because she said it saved her a ton of time and effort uh, in terms of, of uh, recruiting and, and hiring. And Deborah and Angela are saying that they're seeing growth in their business because of this? Yeah, yeah, they are seeing some pretty crazy demand from restaurant. They actually just picked up a, a new client a, a little while back, they said that has 40 restaurants across the country. Um, so <clears throat> they've started seeing this for, for a few months now. Um, they, the, the, the app was kind of initially designed for uh, manufacturing and blue collar jobs. And, and certainly, you know, service industry fits into that, but seems to be uh, that sector specifically struggling so bad to find workers. They're seeing a lot of demand um, from there. So it's really kind of uh, accelerated where they thought they would be in terms of the growth of their company. They're, you know, only around a year old, so they're still uh, getting things going, but this is uh, <clears throat> definitely boosted them and they're doing the best they can, not just in Wichita, but all over the country. They have, have people calling them. They were on CNBC recently. So got a little attention, I think across, uh, from uh, across the country. So they've been, uh, uh, Angela and Deborah have been very busy. I can tell you that. Love it. I love hearing yeah. that. That's for sure. Uh, Chris Dull at Freddy's, the new CEO. Uh, we're getting into a much larger organization here. Yeah. But it sounds like they also want to kind of focus on culture. Yeah. That was kind of his big push as well is that, you know, if they have a culture where you can come in and, and be trained and be welcomed and then also have the opportunity to, to move up within the company. Um, and they're really kind of doubling down on that culture, kind of the same way uh, the Timory is just to, to, you know, boost quality of life and make it the most enjoyable place to work uh, that they can. And so uh, that in turn, you know, helps them retain workers um, because they really can't afford to lose anymore. So yeah, very big organization in terms of Freddy's and they're, they're uh, putting a newfound emphasis, I think, on, on culture and, and talent retention. A couple of weeks ago on the podcast, one of the podcasts that you were not on, uh, <laughs> I talked to Jen Ray, the monarch, about her efforts to hire workers. Here's what she had to say. Uh, we don't have a pool of people to hire from. So our big issue right now, especially with the opening of that baseball stadium across the street, is that I can't keep up with hiring. Um, and, you know, I sit on the board for the Chamber of Commerce and um, I work on the small business committee there. And that is something categorically that we're seeing. I mean, every small business owner comes in and says they can't hire. Um, so we're trying to advocate for a correction um, of some policies to fix that problem um, so that we can, uh, everyone can get reopened. This is becoming an issue of, um, it's hindering our economic um, I don't know, economic redevelopment, however you want to say it, because we can't hire the people to do the, to do the work. You were very open with us last July talking about, you know, to be honest, some folks didn't want to come back to work because they were getting additional money through their unemployment. Is that still an issue now? 
does that play a part in trying to hire back some folks? I, I, I think so. Um, I have not, I, I have hired people recently that were honest and said, I had no incentive to come back to work until now. My unemployment ran out. Um, obviously not everyone is uh, transparent about their reasons for not working, but um, it's, it's difficult, Bill. It's really difficult. We, um, you know, in February, we had a staff of, I believe, 27, and now we're up to 52. So we've had to be very aggressive about, um, about trying to bring people in, which has also been, you know, it's been good. It's given us a reason to look at our pay structures um, and evaluate how, what we're doing to retain um, our staff. Um, so we've got some you know, policy changes in place and some pay structure changes in place and bonus plans that we're putting in place to try to um, incentivize people to want to come get a job um, and stay at the job. Well, that's not the only challenge for restaurants. Jen also talked about getting supplies and you touch on this too, for example. Jen talks about chicken, even ketchup, talking about the great ketchup shortage of 2021, the manufacturer shifted to many more packets of ketchup than ketchup bottles like she would use at the Monarch because of the carryout demand. I know you talk to people about that as well. Yeah, the the supply lines uh, just kind of same vein as most industries, it seems like are are definitely pinched right now. There uh, appears to be a a shortage in trucking for truck drivers. And so it's it's hard to get uh, supplies at restaurants and, and <clears throat> a lot of folks having kind of similar predicaments as to what Jen is having in terms of, you know, procuring the things they need that they would normally be able to get uh, fairly easily. Now it's, it's a little tougher and lead times are longer on orders and things like that. So it, it's definitely trickled down, uh, you know, throughout the entire industry, but we've seen that in, in every industry. I mean, we've talked about construction and manufacturing and so it's a, it's an issue for every industry, but the, as I dug into this, it, it seems like the labor shortage for the restaurant industry specifically is particularly bad and that there doesn't seem to necessarily be an end in sight because if those workers did move on to other opportunities, you know, where, where do those next generation of those workers come from? Right, exactly. Uh, I know restaurant owners are looking for any help they can get. Are industry organizations helping? I know you talked to the Kansas Restaurant Hospitality Association. Yeah, they're definitely helping. And, and Timory's on the board over there, actually. And, and, you know, they have initiatives where they're, they're going into schools and, you know, talking to, talking to students about, you know, possible careers. Um, Timory was saying the, the culinary teacher at Heights had actually come in and spent a couple of weeks with her and her staff to kind of learn how they do things and take some of that back and teach students there. So, you know, obviously they're trying to reach that younger uh, potential uh, employee base and, and, uh, initiatives like that, just to, to show that, you know, there are opportunities and then, you know, at a doodah or at a, at a Freddy's, you know, you get in the door and then there are opportunities to move up a little bit, certainly more corporately at Freddy's, but, um, they just want to kind of put a better, uh, uh, you know, Timory said that sometimes the hospitality industry gets kind of a bad rap, uh, and, and they really want to try and change that and show that there are viable careers in that industry. You found some national statistics 
they're pretty surprising regarding job openings in the restaurant industry. What'd you find there? Yeah, so according to the U.S. Department of Labor's uh, job openings and labor turnover report, and this is from April, which was the most recent uh, available data, job openings in the restaurant business hit 1.3 million uh, for the month, and that ended, that that made the restaurant industry um, the leader in terms of month over month gain. Uh, uh, among all industries. So like you said, uh, uh, pretty alarming there. And uh, 350,000 uh, were the number of job openings added by restaurants from, from March to April. So that's how they led the way. And they're also still losing workers as well from that industry because uh, that same report had that 5.6% uh, of uh, restaurant workers nationwide quit their job in April. And that set a record for the industry. So not only are they having trouble finding workers, they're, they're having trouble keeping them. So again, that goes back, I think, uh, you know, to, to these efforts that we talked with folks about in terms of, of uh, you know, culture and, and retention and, and uh, quality of life, making sure they keep those folks that they have. Industries are saying they could do a lot more business if they just had the workers to be able to carry that out. Restaurants, perhaps more than any other industry that we've seen. It's a big problem for the restaurant industry, something we'll keep an eye on. Daniel, thanks for your story. Thanks for you being bet. with us on the podcast. Absolutely. And, I'll be uh, back next week. You bet. We'll <laughs> talk to you soon. And you can see all of Daniel's stories, of course, at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Well, there you go. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 215. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It is, as usual, at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. We appreciate it. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Kirk Seminoff, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.